Hey, welcome back to the Lightspeed Lawn Care Marketing Podcast. I am Cody Owen, your host, as always. And today we are going to be talking about a topic that I think is, you know, a delightful kind of mischievous. We are going to be talking about should you poach your competitors' employees? And let me just start with exactly what I think you want to hear. And that is, yes, absolutely. The, you know, the marketplace does not end where your customers begin right? You are competing to get the best customers in the door, and you should also be competing to get the best employees in the door. So that is going to mean that, you know, you're going to want guys with experience. There are going to be things about your company that are hopefully better than the company they're currently at. And everyone that you're hiring at the end of the day, everyone that you're hiring is coming from somewhere. You're poaching them from some other company, or there's someone that got fired. And, you know, if they got fired from another lawn care business, they may not be, you know, an awesome fit for your lawn care business. So we want people who are dissatisfied for good reason with the place that they're leaving. And so that where they're moving with you is a step up. And so let's talk about that. The, The first thing here is, you know, can you be sure of the, the loyalty of a, uh, a lawn care employee that you've poached? Hey, here's the thing that I think that you need to know about employee loyalty. There is the one in a million employee who whose entire self-worth is unhealthily tied up in your business, but most of them are not going to care the way that you care. And you don't pay them to care, to care the way that you care. You're the business owner. This is your your dream, all of your things are tied up in this. They're just an employee, right? And so worrying about ideas of loyalty and whether they can be poached again is, is I think, a little bit silly to expect someone who's not the owner of the business to have loyalty to the business. I always come back to the, the, the Dwight Schrute scene in the office where he's saying that, you know, he just values loyalty so highly that if there were somewhere else another paper company that valued loyalty more than Dunder Mifflin, you know, well, he just have to stay true to his principles and go to the place that values loyalty the most. So that is ultimately when people are coming to work for your business, they are exchanging, exchanging their time for money. And if the place is pleasant to be at, they might be willing to sacrifice a little bit on the money side. But in general, they're going to be looking to maximize their dollars per hour because they're taking time that they could be spending with their families, with their friends, doing something that is you know about self-improvement or just enjoying themselves somewhere else if they weren't working this job. So they are, they are trading their time for money, and it's important to keep that in mind. Ultimately, you know, the buck stops at the buck. And uh, something that can go wrong when you're trying to attract other companies' employees is number one, if you're advertising benefits that your guys don't currently have, that can cause some discontent and can lead to some people heading out the door. I remember in my very first job, we didn't have any sort of pay transparency. You know, I was 16 and in high school working at a restaurant, and the person who was training me asked me how much I made. And you know, while I don't have any problem with employees discussing their wages, I also didn't know that it could be a faux pas and that if maybe she didn't know how much I was making, it was because uh, they were paying her less. 
And that was what we ended up finding out, was that I was getting paid a quarter an hour more than her, even though she'd been there for several years. And so she went and raised hell and got, I think, like a dollar an hour raise out of that. And we were, you know, all young people making, uh, I think I was making eight and a quarter then. So a dollar an hour was a big deal. But so if you're talking about benefits to new hires that your current guys don't have, that's going to suck. It's going to blow up in your face. You should make sure that people know that everyone is treated well and and spread that around as far as benefits. If you've got like one guy that you know, like, hey, this guy is, you know, make the distinction in title so that the distinction in pay makes sense. If you've got a guy who is above and beyond and you need to keep him and you need to pay him $5 an hour more than everybody else, then call him the crew leader. Make up a title. Look, here's the thing about org charts is they are very... <laughs> very inventive. You can call him lead technician two. And that means that he is one level above the other lead technician. So just make sure that anything you're doing that singles someone out for a benefit, that it makes sense and is easily explainable in a way that, you know, even if someone doesn't hundred percent like it, they will understand why this person gets a benefit that they don't. That's the big thing is to make sure that you're not over-promising to new hires that's going to leave them disgruntled. You know, the big thing that can go wrong here is that person knows the color of the grass on the other side of the fence. They were just there. They left there to come here. They could lead people back, which would be horrible if your, your poach card got Uno reversed on you and they took some employees back to this other company with them. So you, this gets into kind of the, you know, prevention of poaching and also just thinking about like, hey, if the only reason to work at your company is that you pay a dollar an hour more than your competition, it's not going to be great if they come over and like the competition's culture was much better than yours, right? They might be willing to sacrifice that dollar or try to negotiate for, you know, that dollar to get back to a better culture. So you need to make sure that your guys feel very taken care of that, that there's a connection between management and the employees that that keeps clear lines of communication like we talked to Riley about last week with customers. But it's important that your guys know that you're doing everything you can to take care of them. Now, that means that this is going to be effort on your part. This is not a phoning it in pizza party every other year or something. You need to be actively engaged in things that will improve the the lives of the crew. Make sure that they are doing well, right? I love my friend Marvin Salcedo told me years and years ago. I don't even know that he, you know, certainly if his business still does it, I don't think he's involved in the distribution of popsicles any longer. But he would make sure that, you know, it's hot in Texas. He's down in Tyler. And you want to make sure that your guys you know, have a, a nice, cool, refreshing treat, and he would deliver popsicles to the trucks. So it's it's the consistency of things like that that show that you care, and ultimately the the best way to show you care and the only way to get through to certain employees is with dollar bills. So you want to make sure that you're paying well. That can be a pay-for-performance system that rewards people for working harder and faster. That is an excellent way to reward your best performers and drive other people to perform better 
but in a way that everybody feels like it's a win, right? It's not, you better work faster, you know, shaking your fist at them. It's, hey, if you work faster, I'm going to give you more money. I'm going to incentivize you in the same way that the, the business gets an incentive if you work more efficiently. So make sure that your guys are paid really well, top of the market, close to top of the market. Make sure the culture is there to back it up. Make sure that people enjoy working for you. Talk to people about what kind of things they would like to see. You know, no, I, I don't think many people are going to be like, yeah, I'd really like it if you made us stay longer at work so that you could throw a party. You know, some people might be okay with that. Some people might want, you know, an optional event on a Saturday in a park where you're grilling, you bring all the food and the, you know, beer and Coke and everybody has a good time. They might prefer that you do it at, at lunchtime and maybe you rotate between the crews during a week. Just think about things you can do to make it better to work there. This is a competition, right? And if you want to be the best lawn care company to work at in, in your market, because that's going to directly lead to you being the best lawn care business in your market, then you have to go above and beyond and be creative in, in those things. There's a lot of great ideas around company culture out there. But the, the people who know the best, what's gonna, what, what your guys will like is your guys. So don't forget to talk to them and see what they would enjoy, especially if you've got someone maybe you're a little closer to on one of the crews that is, you know, you can trust them to, to be honest with you and tell you what, what people would enjoy. And then just test things out and let people know like, hey, we want this to be a great place to work, not just a place that you punch in and punch out of. We, you know, the dream would be that even though it's six o'clock in the morning and it's going to be 108 degrees today, you're, you're not loathing coming to work because you hate your coworkers, you hate your boss, all of that sort of thing that doesn't have to be part of the grind. So if someone else is poaching from you, figure out what's, what's working. What part of their pitch is working? Is it money? Is it culture? Are they just being really aggressive with your, your guys? And, and making them, you know, are they making them promises that aren't true? You know, figure out what, what this person's doing that's working on you. And, you know, one of the coolest things that you can do, this is kind of for the, this is for the, the people who've hung out for the first 10 minutes of the podcast. To actively poach from your competitors, you can run a specific kind of Facebook ad because you, you can't do this with a, like a normal jobs ad. But what you can do is some vague language around what's it like to work at my lawn care company. Then you're not advertising any specific job. You're just linking out to your careers page. And if they apply from there, that's great. But you weren't advertising a specific job, which means that you're then required to follow all of the targeting rules. What you can do is use the hyperlocal model that we've talked about a million times for increasing route density. Oh, and it sounds like there's a lawn care crew coming by my window. So the, the hyperlocal strategy we've talked about a million times, you can drop a pin on your competitor's shop and then eat away enough. You, the ad needs to be deliverable, so you'll need at least 100 people in the audience. So you might end up having to target you know, their neighbor who's a mechanic or something. But you're going to be able to get right in front of their guys with you know, what's awesome about working at your company. Make sure that that careers page on your website is looking at you know, this the the cool events that you guys do. I know that like Scooters Lawn Care does Tough Mudder events. And so the company will pay for you to do that. And everybody is training that that leads to people buddying up on the weekend. Then they're friends with their coworkers. 
all of these things come together to increase stickiness, right? The same marketing tactics and, and business tactics that we use to keep customers around. You have to think about using these things to keep employees around. You have to think about what benefits can I provide that other companies don't provide. You want to have a total compensation package that makes it crazy to go work for chucking a truck for $2 an hour more. Chucking a truck doesn't give me vision insurance, right? Like think about the things that keep people around. If you want to employ college kids forever and that you, you know, that business model is going to be sustainable for you, that's totally fine. Go for it. They're probably not going to want anything more than pizza and beer, and that's cool. But if you want dependable, you know, you're not allowed to ask in an interview, obviously, but if you want guys who are a little older who may be interested in starting a family or have a family, people who are going to be a little more long-term stable with the business, then you have to think about what they need to keep them there long-term. Hey, I think that that is going to be it for the podcast this week. But the over on the YouTube channel, we will have a, a full video about the three best ways to find good lawn and landscape employees with some specific actionable tips. This episode was just to talk about poaching and, and to try to walk you through some ideas there. So, hey, if you made it this far, please leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Five stars if you got them, please. And uh, if you're watching this on the, the repeat broadcast on YouTube, please give us a like down below and, and let us know what you enjoyed about the episode down in the comments. Make sure you're subscribed. All right. Hey, I will see you next week.